Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. I am excited today to be talking to you about evolution versus revolution. And the inspiration for today's podcast has come from reading Good to Great by Jim Collins, which is a fantastic book and I'll um, link it in the show notes. But really an overview of the book is it's a summary of the findings of Jim and his team of researchers' work around top performing companies and really what distinguishes top performing companies over a sustained period of time versus their competitors. And, you know, if you do read this book, you can see that the research is very data driven and it really conceptualizes some key concepts around great leadership. And I'm sure I'm going to come back to this book and talk about it more in the future because there is so much great stuff in it. But today, as I said, I want to focus on one element, which is this idea of evolution versus revolution. And what Jim and his team found in all of these really outstanding companies that outperformed the market, that their journey to greatness was not a overnight success. It was not part of a big launch or a big rebrand. It was part of sustained changes over the long term. And it was really based on a foundation of knowing what they were trying to achieve being willing to make the tough calls and showing up and doing consistent work and taking consistent behaviour that was aligned with those bigger strategic goals and focused on creating the right results. I'm reading this, a few key things resonated with me. So it's about, you know, growth mindset. It's about not needing to have everything figured out on day one, but instead taking consistent aligned action. And I think when we talk about our own careers and our own leadership journey, I think it's really important to sit back and think about how am I evolving into the leader I want to be? And I think when we start to see our own careers as a leadership journey, it takes the pressure off trying to get to a fixed point or particular job title, and it allows this to be a process. And we can start to think about what are all those little steps I can take, all those little actions I can do that will develop my skills as a leader. Because the truth is, every experience builds on one another. And when we are open to new ideas, when we are receptive, when we are active, that growth really can be exponential once we get started. But the key, of course, is to get started and to then keep going. And all too often, I see people wanting to take these big step jumps in their career without thinking through what are those micro things I can do? What are those little steps I can do that will expand my skill sets or develop my experience and my knowledge and my insights that will help me on the journey? And I think having that approach really is what sets great leaders apart. Whether you're in a leadership role now or you're an aspiring leader or an emerging leader, we want our leaders to be showing up in a consistent and intentional way. And I always liken this to, you know, if we think of like that old TV show, you know, The Biggest Loser. And it's like these people get brought into a house where they can eat basically nothing and work out all day and all night to achieve these huge weight losses over a matter of weeks. They get this huge transformative result. But most people cannot sustain that because they haven't learned the skills they need in order to carry on those 
eating and lifestyle changes for the rest of their lives. So the show ends and six months later, we see that most of those people have regained that weight. And whilst it's great to see the transformation and those really impressive results, it's actually very demotivating when we consider it in the broader context that most people won't sustain it. When we think about this in terms of our industry and in terms of careers and leadership, this is one of the biggest pushbacks we hear about having quotas. And that is, you know, if we put all of these women into these roles and they don't have the right skill set and the right experience, we are setting them up for failure. And I think, you know, it can be really unfair and really difficult for people who are promoted in those circumstances because they don't necessarily have the tools and the support to set them up for success. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. Now that is not to say that we shouldn't have quotas, but I think it's important to acknowledge that giving people opportunities and giving people promotions into a manager or leadership or executive role is really just lip service if we are not giving them the support structure that they can really develop and evolve as a manager, as a leader, as an executive. So we need to think about quotas and promotions and progressions more broadly in terms of what does someone need in order to be able to do that role well. And the truth is most of those things can be learnt if we have the right person in the role who wants to learn. So we need to think about what is the framework that supports someone to evolve and to continue to grow so that they can, first of all, perform at their best, but also fulfil the role that they are there to fulfil. So if we are promoting women within our organisation to create more women in leadership, we need to make sure it isn't just a title change with more responsibility and no strong foundations to support them. And when we think of what those foundations look like, first of all, we need to think about how we communicate within the organisation, what the expectations are when we put people in leadership and what is the tone and standard we set for how our leaders are treated. Is it from a place of inherent trust? Is it with respect? Is it from a place of genuine trust? Is there a strong level of psychological safety where people can speak up to positions of leadership and share insights and support each other? Or do people shy away from those conversations? So we need to think about what is the organisational culture and is it set up to genuinely support new and emerging leaders or is this an exercise in lip service and good PR? We need to get really clear on the intentions and the motives and who is driving the change and if it is really supported by leadership at all levels and then filtered through the organisation. The next thing is, do we have the right people going into these roles? And this needs to be focused on their capability, not just their experience. Because when we just stick to experience, we see the people who have already done this before continue to get promoted and we never get any fresh blood or fresh perspectives into the mix. And we tend to perpetuate the same style of leadership that we have seen for a long time. So if we want more diversity and inclusion and genuine change, we need to actively seek out diverse and inclusive voices. And some of those people will not have the same level of experience as other candidates. We need to recognise that that can be a strength, that can be the fresh perspective we need, and that by giving them the support to develop their skill sets, to develop their experience 
as they need for this role. By doing that, we can really empower some of these fresh voices and new perspectives to be impactful leaders within our organisations and our industry. And I really think this is where organisations need to focus on what is that framework for support and then who are the right people to invest in and to build up as leaders. And it won't just happen overnight. This is an evolution. This is a process. And we see time and time again from the research, more diverse teams and more diverse leadership results in better bottom lines. So the commercial imperative is there as well as the fact it's the right thing to do. We need to think about how we continuously develop ourselves and our teams, whether it's having or being part of a emerging leadership initiative or a leadership fast track program, or it's coaching or specific training programs. As individuals, we want to be thinking about how do we evolve our skills in a way that aligns with what we want to contribute through our work. And the end result of that may be the promotion or it may be that leadership title. And For organisations, we need to be thinking about how do we continuously invest in our employees to evolve them into being great leaders at every level of their career, at every stage of their career and at every level within the business. How do we keep that talent pool alive and also have this as a method to really attract and retain top talent within the business? Because we need in our organisations a diverse range of leaders who can take us to the next level. And that requires having people who are willing to evolve and develop and grow and step into leadership roles irrespective of their job title. And so my invitation is really think about how can you be evolving every day through your career. And remember that we are in this for the long haul. This is a marathon, not a sprint. So keep taking steps, even if they're tiny. Keep being consistent, keep showing up and evolving yourself to that next space because we need your voice in our industry. You have got this, my friend. Have a beautiful day and I will see you soon. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.